Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about those things in our lives that bring us joy or make us happy. What are they? You can text in 905-338-1250. You can also call. So, producer Mike, going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? <laughs> ready. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Just want to know what makes you happy. Uh, good food, good music, and good friends. Ooh. I was ready. You were ready. <laughs> you Good, 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 and on good company. I... I I think that's, uh, was that get, planned? It could have been. I was going to say, it doesn't get more gooder than that. <laughs> Good puns. <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, food, company. What was the other one? Music. Music. How could I forget music? The other equation of our show. Exactly. Yeah. The communication and the music. <laughs> and you're not alone on that music. We got a text message here from Mary. Uh, she says, worship music. When I'm feeling glum, I pump up the worship music. I know a lot of people also will use it kind of on like a... Not a spiritual warfare kind of perspective, but there is such power in the words that we speak and in the words that we sing. So they can definitely chase the blues away. So producer Mike, we got Mary all saying music is a good part of it. Um, oh, and you said food and friends and actually a couple of text messages also echoing that. So maybe in general, we're all not so different. So if you want to cheer somebody up, you got three options right here. Thanks to producer Mike. Food, music, and then just keeping someone company. Doesn't have to cost a lot, but we can bring joy to people around us. I'm Holly Taylor. And can you imagine hopping onto a train and there's nobody driving it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes me a little uncomfortable, I'm not gonna lie, but yes, this is where technology has gotten us. It's a new DLR train. They are available in uh, London. So in the UK, and so they're trying to increase community engagement. And so what they've done, since there's no one there steering these trains, is that they have cardboard steering wheels so that kids can go up and pretend that they're driving the train. So it's supposed to be a bit more interactive and a bit more fun. And uh, yeah, I guess the new wave of the future. They've created a whole make-believe area at the front of the car for children. So I, I love that idea as a way for our kids maybe to fall in love with the idea of being a part of the transportation industry. Maybe not as a driver, but somehow making sure these vehicles, these trains can drive safely without someone being there, actually. Mm, Still, though, I'd prefer someone there. (laughs) If we're honest, maybe I'm old school, but here we are. I'm Holly Taylor, and yes, it's a chilly one today, but not too bad. I mean, the sun is shining. I think I'd rather cold temperatures and sunshine than that stretch of rain that we had where it was just cold and wet and dark. (laughs) Really felt like a BC kind of winter, but we're not BC. We're here in Ontario. So when we were younger, do you remember what winter used to look like? I just feel like it was so much different. Now, again, my youth was in Alberta. So yes, it was different, different province, different weather patterns. Producer Mike, I'm going to lean on your expertise. When you were younger... Was there not more snow this time of year? When I was a kid, I remember Mel Lastman calling in the military to ask for help with the snow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it sure seems like we had more snow. Yeah, this is just weird to me. 
And I remember when Ontario called in the military and being in Alberta, we just chuckled. Yeah, no doubt. You laughed at us. Yeah, we're like, oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what to say. I think I was like five or six at the time. Yeah. Oh, you got some snow. Congratulations. Yeah. I remember uh, losing my sister in the backyard in that snowfall. There was like four feet of snow or something, yeah. five feet. That's a lot. And that's ridiculous. When you're not ready for it, it is overwhelming. Yeah, no winter tires can prepare you for that. You need a snowmobile at that point. Seriously, yeah. and at least in places like Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta, they've got that. Yeah. All yeah. the farming communities, no big deal. They just hop in their truck. Diesel usually powered, and they they plow their driveways. They're good to go. They'll plow the neighbors, but we don't have that here. No. So being here allows me to appreciate why, just why maybe the military was called way back when. It was still kind of funny. I'm Holly Taylor, and here's a wonderful story of what goes around comes around, and this is uh, about a a restaurant in Austin, Texas. And it is called Nixta Tequila, and it's known as a food dessert place. So they have fresh produce, and they actually launched back in 2019 by Edgar and Sarah. And so they just felt that there was a, a need. There was a lot of food scarcity in that particular community. And so they weathered the pandemic by offering curbside delivery, and then they were able to become a location of a pilot project in Austin. It was called Free Fridge Program. So essentially, they replenished the fridge uh, sometimes up to 20 times a day with fresh meals. And in the summer, it was super hot, hydration packages. So uh, it really became a lifeline for a lot of people in the community. However, they had to shut down due to electrical issues. And so they figured, okay, well, that's it. But so many people were thinking, we rely on this fridge. We love this particular community restaurant. And so thanks to GoFundMe page, they, in two days, surpassed their goal of $18,000. Um, up to date, I believe it's at 118000 And so that's been able to help them get the renovations they need to get that fridge back up and running. People saying, thank you so much. When we were hungry, when we needed you, you were there. Now it's our turn to be there for you. So... Good deeds going around, definitely in full circle. And I just love seeing communities coming together in such an incredible way. Now, I wanted to share with you something super random. A unique idea for a fundraiser, I would say. Uh, Producer Mike, would you ever want to be a part of a outhouse race? (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was my thought when I saw it, too. Uh, It's the third annual Lumbee Outhouse Race. This is in B.C., and it's taking place this weekend uh, at West Salmon Trail parking lot. So there we go. Had to find a local story for you guys today. And they're actually using this as a way of raising funds for their figure skating club. So they're going to have hot chocolate and a barbecue and all kinds of fun things, popcorn. But the, the big draw is literally people... In outhouses, racing down a snowy hill. Yeah. It's like a soapbox race with it outhouses. Is. <laughs> it is. I love it. <laughs> no, these don't seem to be active outhouses, thank goodness. Um, but still, hilarious to see the images. So it's this is the third year, so apparently it's a thing. So there you go. Uh, a unique way of raising funds for the youth in that community. All right. So I'm pretty sure producer Mike's not buying into this idea, but um, maybe we'll find something else for fundraiser ideas.